Contact Center Focus, the Reality Training Podcast. Hello, you are listening to CCF. What are we going to talk about today, Bobby? We're going to talk about the world of outbound calls. If you listen to our other episodes, we often talk about callers and incoming calls. And of course, there will be a, a section of our audience who specifically work in an outbound team. So we're going to focus in on the difference between those two dynamics and think about how you can improve your engagement on every outbound call you make. Great. The little bit of research I've done is that outbound not only is a contact centre new, previously called call centres, they're now called contact centres because of the multi-channel of contact you can use, you can WhatsApp people, you can message them, all that sort of stuff. That's why it moved from call to contact. But according to history, if we can call it that, the first outbound contact centre in Britain was 1985, and it was Direct Line who decided they would make an outbound call to a customer to nudge them into buying the insurance product from them, or of course, renewing and getting onto their radar. Okay, so what should we kick off with first? I mean, I suppose it's important to say that I don't know what the percentage is. Well, I do actually. 3.5% of the United Kingdom work in contact centres. That's pretty big, isn't it? 3.5% of people are employed in them, mostly taking incoming calls. But as we've said, and Bob said, this episode is about outbound. So that's much smaller percentage of people working in the outbound aspect in contact centres. But it is increasing. We have some clients with specialist teams. So let's kick off, Bobby. Let's talk about the B2C, maybe. Well, I was going to talk about the fact that as consumers, we receive outbound calls quite often. Now, less and less people have landlines in their homes. So it means that people trying to sell you things need to get hold of your mobile number, which is slightly different. But when you receive a call that you're not expecting, and this is the really big thing about outbound, I don't know who it is. The phone's ringing. And I say hello. And we're into that conversation. A lot of people call outbound cold calling. And I think we need to define that term slightly because cold calling would infer that it's so cold, there is absolutely no connection. That would be something like calling you at home, Jeremy, and trying to sell you double glazing. So I don't know if you've got double glazing. I don't know if you've had it done recently. The phone rings, you don't know the company, you don't know me. That is a cold call because there's absolutely, you know, I'm just relying on a number of different factors. They're all on chance that you're going to go, oh, yeah, I do want some double glazing and and off we go. So that's a cold call. In other cases, and I would say the majority of cases, when you are calling customers or potential customers, the way to think about them is that they're actually probable purchasers. Because if you're selling something like energy, broadband services, mobile phones, something that most people have, they are probable purchasers of those products and services. Now, they might not want to buy it today, tomorrow, in the future, but you are setting up the possibility that that customer Mm. might buy from you in the future. Now, sadly, that is largely lost in many cases, and people ring up and try and sell something on price on that call. And that's why the percentages in outbound are so ridiculously low, because I'm likely to go, yeah, okay, let's have it just on that call. So it's a probable purchaser, they might not be a probable purchaser today, 
but they will be a probable purchaser at some point in the future. I think that's just a really important point to reiterate. We do know some organisations that are hung on the one-time call resolution, all that sort of stuff. But the point of an outbound call is unless you've built an in, uh, some kind of camera into the home or into the person's office, you don't know what they were doing. And lots of people do answer their phones when they don't recognise numbers, even if they're in meetings or about to go into meetings. So they may not have the time to you now. So it's about what you do in that call that makes them want to have another. That's the point. So we're not advocating you call and you sell, as Bob said, such a low percentage return game if you think you're going to sell things on your first call if it's an approach. Now, often an outbound call will be to a previous customer or a customer mm. who has lapsed or a customer who has cancelled their commitment to you and you're ringing them to try and win them back. In fact, many companies call them win back. And so in that instance, even though the person wasn't expecting your call necessarily, they will recognise the company that you're calling from and have some understanding of what it is you've called about. So again, it's not a cold call. There is a context to the call that you've made. Now that context is quite important. Now let's talk a bit more about the actual call itself. When you make an outbound call, most people still use the three W's. We'll do this for you now. So ringy, ring, ringy, ring. Jeremy speaking. Hello, this is Bob. I'm calling from Bob's Radio Shack, and I want to sell you a new hi-fi for your home. Okay, Bob. I'm pretty happy with my hi-fi system currently, um, but you could just email me what your hi-fis are, mm. and there's an outside chance I might buy one um, when I need a new one, but I'm okay for now. Now, that was the three Ws, who I am, where I'm calling from, and why I'm calling. Let's try it again, but this time we're going to do the four Ws. Ringy ring, ringy ring. Jeremy speaking. Hello there, this is Bob calling from the Radio Shack. I'm ringing to sell you a brand new hi-fi system for your home, and what's in it for you is I think I can radically enhance the way you listen to music and watch television in your home within a few days. Well, I'm intrigued by that. I mean, we're quite pleased with Sonos, which is seemed to be what we use for mm -hmm. sound. Um, when you say how it fits with television and things, how does that work? Well, we've got a number of different systems that can bring it all to, and off we go into the conversation. Let's think about that. I had a what's in it for me then, didn't I? You did. Now, that is the fourth W. What is in it for this person? To take this call. So who's calling, where you're calling from, why you're calling, and what is in it for them to have this conversation? Now, that's what we call the hook. What is the hook that's going to get this person interested? Now, let's take that over to a B2B setting, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's imagine that I want to sell Jeremy a new broadband system for his business, okay? Can you make it something I'm interested in, like stationary, please? Okay, we're going to make it stationary. Okay. That's boring. I mean, if you get a call like this from about stationary, God, it must be a pretty great stationary firm. But anyway, let's give it a go. So ringy, ring, ringy, ring. Mm -hmm. Jeremy speaking. Hello there, Jeremy. My name is Bob. I'm calling from Bob's stationary emporium i'm calling Ooh. to find out about your current stationary requirements and also what's in it for you is i think i have a, a system that could make sure you never run out of paper or ink cartridges again well i continually run out of ink cartridges so i'd love to know how your system works better i've tried this wireless thing with hp it doesn't work at all mm. yeah go on then I, I can give you a few minutes and off we go we're in Whatever it is that you're calling about, what is in it for this person that I'm speaking to? 
Now, in some cases, it doesn't really matter if, if what you think is in it for them isn't necessarily of that great interest to them. But try not to make it about a cost saving initially. No. Otherwise, that's the only thing you're going to be measured. Absolutely. And when we bring up and try and get through to somebody and get them interested on price, then there's the old adage, if you start on price, you will stay on price. And that makes it very difficult to move on to value and the other things that it is you want to sell. So our big tip for you is to use a hook, the fourth W. What is in it for this person to have this conversation now? I think the other thing I'd say about Outbound, if you have it in your business or you're thinking of introducing it, we are very happy to receive calls from people who, as we've stated, we have a relationship with, who can enhance our lives, or they might have something coming down the track that could also help us. What I rarely see happening in contact centres is that conversation. It's always done in a kind of compliance way. Do you mind if you receive occasional calls? And Why don't you humanise this language and go, we've actually got an outbound team here. They may well call you when we develop something new or just to check in on how you're doing. Is that OK if we do that? Yeah, it is. I've just bought a car and I did have this done with me. Mm-hmm. Here we are in Milton Keynes. This is us. You've met us. You've come here and bought the car. We will call you from time to time if we have things that we think will help improve your car and how you're keeping it with us. Naturally, we'll we'll be trying to sell you servicing if you don't have it serviced with you. I thought, well, that's obvious, but the way it was said was really fine, you know. And we may have other things that we're offering and we'll let you know about new vehicles and so on. I thought, yeah, fine. So it wasn't just a call out the blue. I now have been teed up to receive that. And for someone who prefers the phone as my preferred channel, I don't want to have to be going onto an email, clicking, filling in a form. Someone can ring me with something, and if I'm interested, I'm interested. My first job in sales was in an outbound telesales department Mm. selling advertising. The lady who ran it had set the department up a few years before. This was the early 80s. And when she started in that company, quite a large company, the majority of salespeople did it all face-to-face on the road. So they were... Hundreds of people driving around, going into buildings, having conversations and buying adverts. And when she started a telesales department, there was a lot of protest about that because they said, how can you mm-hmm. sell an advert on the phone? You can't sell an advert on the phone. It's ridiculous. You have to go and see the person and get to know them. And within a few years, she was turning over as a department way more than some of those single groups of of salespeople were doing because she knew that that was the way that things were going. She read the market that well. And the fact is that when you're making outbound calls, that ability to get somebody interested, to get them engaged, to ask them some questions, to form a relationship with them, just using your voice is a great talent. Mm. And if you're any good at it, it's a job for life. It's a really good thing Mm. to have a skill at. Anything else to add to that? My very first outbound sales call, mm-hmm. I made a sale. Great. What was Having had almost no training at all. <laughs> and that was selling advertising into theatre programmes. You remember I did Yes. That? With John Good Holbrook, as they're oh. now called John Good. And it was so, right, here are your theatre programmes. All these people have ads in them now. It was actually turning over the page and going, oh, Jaguar High Wickham. And ringing Jaguar High Wickham, but with a card saying who I would ask for, you know, Mm -hmm. done on cards. Mm -hmm. And it was simply chatting about all the upcoming productions and would they love to retain that position? And 
be taken home and be put on coffee tables as people leave the theatre. I just chatted all about how exciting it was. I was so excited. And the guy went, yeah, yeah, we'll crack on for another year. I almost... What? Wow, you know, are you sure? Yeah, and, and how much is it now? But it's gone up ever so slightly. He went, well, that's all right. And it was like, wow. You know? God, you, and it was just... You were lucky. And people looked at me and went, you're enthusiastic. I said, of course. I mean, how brilliant. Because I I was sort of saying, I was bringing all the theatre to it. You see. Well, you're, you're lucky. Conversely, my first advert, I was on a magazine called the Timber Trades Journal. And I was on the machinery for sale section. And they said, look, here's 500 cards here from people who've sold machines with us over the last few years, 10 years. Can you start at A and just go through to Z and see if any of them have got machines they need to sell? So, I mean, that was torture. Hi, uh, Bob here from TTJ. Have you got any machines you want to sell? No, we haven't. Okay, well, bear us in mind for the future. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Right. And we had a thing we'd write on the card, which was n-a-m-k-i-t nothing at the moment keep in touch right that one wrote that a million times okay and then after about five days of this i was banging my head against the table it was so depressing a guy went actually yeah the one i put in last time that machine we replaced it with is now running out of of date so just repeat that one please 45 quid i mean i i just leapt up (laughs) i was so happy that somebody wanted it and uh, yeah, and then I had to write an order out and write the ad out, and it was a great moment. So there is something very good about getting through and selling something. And um, when you know somebody is already in the market for it, your confidence rockets yeah, in B two B. So we were calling when I joined Yellow Pages, free line entries, making outbound calls to non advertisers, mm. saying, you know, how would you like to go from being a this into a one of the boxes? I'm sure you've seen mm. them, and they go, yeah, but they weren't interested because. No. They didn't advertise. They had a van. Mm. They went in the parish news. They did other stuff. But every now and again, dear Joy, actually, who's just passed away, who was amazing, she would walk into the room with a newspaper and she'd just shake the paper and we'd go, oh, and she'd go, right, I'm going to take this newspaper in the room. I'm going to cut out advertisers. It's a newspaper from Coventry where you are working now. Mm. I will hand them to the people who are doing well. And she would literally cut them out. She'd walk up to you and and she'd hand you a bit of paper and it might say something like builder. Mm. And you had an ad from a builder and she'd already checked that they weren't advertising with no free line entry. And you nearly always converted an existing advertiser who was keen to reach a new market. through Brilliant. And just shaking the newspaper. (laughs) And it was like an absolute reward that she'd bring in a bunch of leads. But these leads would convert because they were in the market and they wanted more. That's heaven. Just to summarise, outbound, it's a tougher gig because you are ringing people who are not expecting your call. But if you can make that intro really upbeat and find out what's in it for that customer, you will increase your conversion accordingly. It does take a bit of perseverance, takes a bit of resilience because there are going to be lots of people saying, no, thank you, no, thank you, not interested. But there will be a percentage that will be interested and a lot of that will come from your tone, your energy, the way you sound. Yeah, and I'd say if... Your superiors, if they are superior by title, if not by ability, are telling you that it is about the price, it is about the offer. Remember, a lot of that comes out of commercial departments that that's their leverage. If you want to develop hooks about the usefulness of the product, the timeliness of it, the advantage it gives them, the advantage it may give them, develop a hook that resonates with you, then you're going to back it much more convincingly. Brilliant. So good luck with Outbound. Yeah, and we'll see you on another CCF very, very soon. Yeah. All the best. Come inbound again to check the next episode. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs) 